evening everyone and welcome to episode 28 of the black multiverse Multiverse theory Theory Podcast. podcast yes a podcast about the lives that we all live in order to navigate our lives Insert intro here. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, How are you okay. doing? I'm doing good. Okay, good to see you. Good to see everybody who's back. All the people in the multiverse. All the four people. <clears throat> we appreciate you coming every week. We do this on Sunday um, evenings. Yeah. Uh, usually between 7 and 30. Inside the seven o'clock hour. Inside seven, <laughs> sometime in there. Inside the seven o'clock hour, we are here on Sundays. Yes. And so we like to bring everybody on. This is our twenty-eighth episode of the podcast, The Black Multiverse Theory, where we talk yeah. about a lot of things um, determined by just our circumstance and where we live. Both of us are of Caribbean descent. Both mm-hmm. of us live in Canada right now, and both of us have lived in the United States. At a point. At a point. So we have very similar um, thought processes and s- similar circumstances, as we discussed even today. We, have we were diff- actually late because we were having a discussion that we should have probably had on camera. Eh, I'm good. Sometimes with vulnerability, it's better... It's better to not be <laughs> in the on the cover of the lens. Yeah, so it was a very interesting interesting combo. For we sure. we definitely were talking, you know, about different different stuff. We had a nice conversation just before we got on. Mm-hmm. But um, this week, what did you do this week? What a week! Wow. Let me talk about the good things, and then I'm going to talk about what happened at Sally's. Whoa. Um, I'm going to start first. Then. You should probably start first because it's going to be a ride. Dina, you reach. How's it going? Hey. So um, this week is great. Um, I always talk about my children. So soccer games. I need to know the scores. We have the soccer games. Naraya's game was yesterday. The score was 5-2. to two. He nice. had a shutout in the first. He's the goalie, for those of you who didn't know. Um, Until he gets bored and then he goes in and shoots a bunch of goals. Well, he got bored and started lying down on the ground. And they came at him. He saved. (laughs) They came at him. It was two of his players, the defensemen, versus three of theirs. Each one of those players took two shots on Naraya. And he kept blocking it, blocking it, blocking it. Wow. And uh, until is he in like Premier League or whatever the version is? No, he's not on in club. A one. Oh, call it club. Okay. <laughs> so he's not in club, but he 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 fits the profile of a person. Who I feel can like be. he should be. He's I amazing. Feel like he's elite. He is amazing, and he's amazing to watch. And mm. I tell them that I make sure to tell my children how I feel about how they're playing now, mm-hmm. just because. I don't know. I guess because when I was growing up, I didn't get that. My dad (laughs) came to all of my basketball games. My dad came to none of my basketball games. And he would drive me home, and I would have sat on the bench all game because I was not good at basketball. Hmm. But I was black. So he would look at me in the rearview mirror. He would say, Nick, 
You are not an athlete. <laughs> you are a scholar. <laughs> and he told me that for three years. And then in 12th grade, my stepmother was like, do we have to keep paying? Because you don't actually play. <laughs> yeah. We pay every year. Wonderful. Wonderful. And that was and the end of my basketball career. It wasn't the end, but. And your daughter now plays basketball, right? Yeah, she is um, very much better than me <laughs> than I was at the time. And she's more, the thing about basketball is that nobody taught me how to play it. Like, the coaches here, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily teach you. So if you're on the team, you either get, like, how do you get better if you're not playing, if you don't have the opportunity? And for me, like, for my daughter. One second. Javard, I miss you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you got that message out. I haven't seen him in ages. I don't, I don't even know how long. Is he on there? Yep. You like him? Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Go ahead. Um. So they don't teach you. Yeah, they don't necessarily teach you. Mm. So, I think I would have been better at basketball if somebody taught me. Years later, I even I coached basketball for a little while without even knowing how to play very well. And years later, this lady used to coach not coach me but like taught me at the ymca i guess and then i became better at basketball as an adult my better bro- but my brother this uh, did i tell the story already on uh, the podcast i don't know P- the people will have to go back and tell us if you did <laughs> but anyway do tell you us. remember me telling you about my basketball career at all no <laughs> never okay. you don't remember at all okay all right. I think I said it. Not, and that's it's not what, my memory that you should be. And, and that's why I'm like, uh, okay. So maybe I'll remember the story once you start. Okay. It happens like that. So in junior high, mm-hmm. grade seven, mm-hmm. is the only time that my school offered the basketball program. So I thought about joining, and my brother had long moved out. My oldest brother. Mm-hmm. And he... He's a basketball star? Love basketball. Right. I've heard of him. He's legendary. He's legendary. His mm-hmm. name is PJ. <clears throat> For those of you who know PJ, that's my brother. Um, we affectionately call him Marvin because that's the name that he was born with. So, but People PJ, choose all kinds of things in their lives. Mm-hmm. So PJ um, was into basketball. At, uh, back in the day, he had a jerry curl... Um, he kind of moved a lot like Michael Jackson and mm-hmm. played basketball like Michael Jordan. Okay. So a lot of people were like, he was in on the n- newspaper. We had newspaper nice. clippings of him dunking on the three on three and doing stuff. And he'd have the Jerry Curl and he'd be dunking on people. He's he, a legend. I heard about him before <laughs> I knew you. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a legend. So mm-hmm. when I decided that I wanted to play, I he, do remember this story. He took it upon himself to teach me all summer. Okay. And I started out uh, doing what is called the granny shot. <laughs> and, uh, a little underhand. Yeah, a little underhand underneath, the, between your legs. And mm-hmm. he was like, why do you do that? And then he sh- he showed, I started doing like a two-handed shot, mm-hmm. so just tucking mm-hmm. the ball like this. Yeah, I, right smack on the backboard. On the backboard. Mm-hmm. And it's always too powerful. And then he, he taught me the... It's a, a crisscross movement where you have your hand like this, and you put your hand like this, and you snap your wrist. 
so he taught me the snapping of the wrist um movement and okay. as as he taught that me that my shot actually became exponentially better i would assume so just and, a little and, technical guidance yeah. and i i started to be a, get addicted to the the sound of just snatch yeah mm-hmm. so i i literally lobbed it as high as it can go just so it would come down and make the noise and and I started getting better, and then we, and then I tried out for the basketball team. I made the basketball team, and mm-hmm. then I went. We went all the way to a tournament, and at the time, our our coach, who's female, um, had just recently um, um, was engaged, and then had the engagement called off, and so she was really Jilted. in a very bad, very, yeah. very 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 bad mood. And um, she kept telling me, uh, I used to get stitches and cramps in my ribs, and she kept telling me to, to not come unless you're going to do this. And, you know, don't, don't, you know, if you get stitches, don't come or eat bananas before. You got to have potassium, blah, blah, blah. And I, I was like, well, I don't really like bananas too much and she was like you gotta eat it and i was like okay 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 didn't i see you with a banana today Mm -hmm. downstairs they gave me one Mm. so i was like okay i don't really eat bananas too much but i will so i started eating bananas and it didn't help because what was actually going on was that i was actually growing (laughs) like a regular human (laughs) like a a young boy actually young boy Mm -hmm. so the body was just moving and i'm running and it hurts because things are not you know the same yeah. as they were right mm-hmm. so and, and you got a bunch of new stuff <laughs> well you at that time at that time i was like really short really 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 short mm-hmm. i didn't actually grow until my last year of, of high school okay so i was like super 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 short and um but i was growing like things were getting in preparation for that okay anyways so we're they're playing the game we get to the tournament. We're in the finals in the tournament. And she's like, let me tell you something. She gets mad. She looks at me. She's like, let me tell you something. If you get cr- stitches while you're out there, if you get cramps, you're not playing. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I go out there. Um, I get a wicked rebound. I come out, pass it out. And I'm running down. And all of a sudden, boom, it hits me, right? Oh, no. <laughs> it hits me. And I'm like, so I try, I try to hide it, right? And she sees me wincing. She sees she me knows. and I try to get the ball and she she calls a substitution and subs me out. And that's at the beginning of the first portion of the game. And we ended up um, I ended up not playing at all. So I was like, OK, well, I'm not playing, you know, and halftime came and brother was there. And he's like, why aren't you playing? I said, well, you know, I had stitches and I had this and she told me that I had to eat bananas and I ate bananas, but I'm not doing it. I feel better now, but I can't control this. I don't know what's going on in my life. So <laughs> so my brother was like, if she doesn't put you on, you let me know. So I sat there and I sat there and the clock ran down, down, down after the half. And she wouldn't put you And in. she wouldn't put me in. And the other players were tired and sweating and I didn't even get sweat on my on my uniform. A I few just, times I did homework from the bench. I know what that, that <laughs> place is like. <laughs> I was just sitting there like doop 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 doop. Mm-hmm. And um she called my brother came down, he's like, What's going on? I was like I just looked at him and 
he looked at my face and immediately got angry and went to the coach and was like, listen, you need to put him in. And he and she turned to him and she's like, you need to get off of this field or else I'm going to call somebody the to court. move you off of the court. Yeah. And he goes, he's like, whatever you want to do, you get whoever you got to get to. And she turns and she's like, yo, she points behind him and says, you got you behind come and come get, get this, this guy yeah. and move him right and he turns around to see who's coming and when he turns around she shoves him and he and he falls out of the ground because she shoves him as hard as she could wow. and he gets up and my mom and i <laughs> actually it's a it's a it's a bad thing it's a bad temper he gets up like he's like yo did you just put and he gets up like springs up and by the time he springs up, whoever was in the crowd had jumped down the the bleachers and was running towards him and grabbed him from behind. And a fight starts. Both teams start fighting. Oh, wow. My mom comes down. She's trying to pull everybody My apart. Baby. She, no, not really. Oh. She's just trying to pull everybody apart. Mm. And I'm just sitting there on the bench in chaos. I like I really want to make a movie and show this. Just imagine everybody moving in slow motion, punching each other and shoving each other. And this That's kid terrible. is just sitting there like what what do I do? Like there's nothing <laughs> you can do. And so I got kicked out out and then I went to school the next day and they banned me from all sports for the rest of junior high. So you weren't allowed to do any sports at no all? No sports at all. Wow. I was banned. Well, I felt like that was a little bit too much. I felt like that was an over-application. <laughs> well, the funny thing about it was I was like, why? You they, didn't even do anything. Why? <laughs> yeah, I didn't do anything. I just got stitches. So they, they banned me because they believed that I wouldn't be able to control when my brother came to an event or not. Okay. It's not up to you to control. It's up to them to control if they don't want him there. So that's, that's terrible. That happened. But also, I do remember that story. So now you remember it? I remembered it in the beginning. So Naraya's there. He he got the shout out the first half. In the second half, he lets two in. Which is fine. They still won five to two. W's a W. I did give it up a teaching moment and told him, you know, I tell you not to lie down on the ground because you get kicked in the face. And he didn't hear. Now Nashawn played today and they won today eight to three nice and he literally kicked somebody right in the face the goalie was lying down on the ground he literally booted the ball he didn't kick him but he booted the ball right into, into the goalie's face. face and then it bounced off of the goalie's face and went into the net so that's something it's very good i'm very proud of the team mm-hmm. um one of the kids poor kid he got a red card he's probably the best player on the team Right now, at least he's the top scorer. Mm-hmm. And what did he do for a red card? He just accidentally smashed this kid up against the boards. <laughs> the kid is smaller than him, and he did this turn. And the child was over here, and the boards were over here. And he turned, and his arms were up, and he just happened to move the kid into the oh, okay. into the boards as he was spinning, doing his spin move. He does a legendary spin move. The kid kind of tucked himself underneath here. And yeah, so 
he's Poor guy tall. is probably so upset. He's so tall. Like, the kid's tall. He's like... But it, it wasn't until that point that I remember that the kid's he's only kid. 12. Yeah. They're under... Um, you 13. So they're all under 13 years old. Right. So he's only like... Maybe at the tops he's 12. So he starts crying. And I'm like, oh... He's a 12-year-old kid. Wow. So, yeah, that happened today. Oh. Yeah, and then this week has been a, a, a pretty good week. Yeah, so we had... um, We had... That thing I was waiting for just came through. That's why I was happy. <laughs> we had movie night last night in the shop. What? It was so much fun. We watched Dolomite Is My Name. We'll talk about it once we get to on Dolomite the screen. I'm name. actually really looking forward to talking about it. And um, it was really nice. Like, we all came and cuddled up pretty much and watched the movie. So uh, maybe we'll figure out uh, which movie we're going to do for December. Mm-hmm. And we'll all come and um, chill out again, whoever. Come one, come all. Uh, I usually say, I mean, I did yesterday. I said bring your lawn chairs. But if you have something comfortable that's fold up that you can be, you know, be in, then come on through. Of course, we have chairs here, but whatever's gonna make you the most comfortable. We have couch. We have two couches too. But we'll see. I what I'm thinking is, especially in the winter, we'll do first Saturdays as a movie night. It would be nice. Um, I feel like it would be nice. I agree. Um, I came here just for the setup. I, I set up the whatever I could set up. Put um, up the hammock. I put up the hammock. Put up the um. Put in the light bulbs and got them all set. Mm-hmm. So now our light bulbs. Um, the Wi-Fi color changing light bulbs. Really yes. cool ones. Yeah. And then I also put in. Uh, I just moved some of the power bars closer to the people that were over there so that yeah. they could plug in their things. Their things, all of the things, and the yeah, you kind of helped arrange that area too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you were saying that you came here for that, and it was nice and cozy. Very nice and cozy. So everything was really cool. Yeah. The new projector is like the projector fantastic. is the dopest thing in here. I don't know if Enoch is watching this, but thank you. You definitely helped me decide on my projector, and then I manifested it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did talk to Enoch about that. Probably bad. Yeah? yeah. What did he say? He was like, "Oh, that's pretty good." He's like, "You got the 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 good one?" I was like, "Yeah, the good." The, the nine hundred dollar one. one. <laughs> yeah, we got the good. The second good from one. the top. This camera is bothering me. Why? It's too bright. It's too low. Oh, you want to change it? I wanted to bring it up. Do it. Do it. Do it. Bring I can't. it up. Oh. I don't know if I can actually. I might be able to. Boo, doo, doo. What's the waiting theme, everybody? Just pretend Nigel's not lifting the camera up right now. And back down it goes. How's that for you? Better. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. So everybody won their games this week. Yeah. How about the girls? What are they up to? The girls are about to start um, gymnastics mm-hmm. soon. Okay. So we are working that portion out slowly. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, 
Yeah, so it was my turn. We had movie night last night. I'm quickly getting ready for the Revive show. I was in mm. the hospital last week, kind of in that, and out. Yeah, that happened, yeah. So I kind of lost a week of time. If I owe you things and I didn't come through with it, we had a really tumultuous week last week after the five artists one love meeting that we had mm-hmm. by the way so excited for five artists one love in 2020 five artists one one love is gonna be great i do have a spare vip ticket now that i'm part of the production because i got my ticket i mm-hmm. got my ticket so yeah. you know if you want that vip on the low low holler at your girl So, <laughs> but after that meeting, I ended up getting sick, and I was um, just out of work pretty much all week, and so I had to do a lot of catching up this weekend. And because of me being in the hospital all week and having to catch up this weekend, I didn't do a load of laundry that I would have done regularly in the meantime. So, which led us to Sally's. Sally's. So I had a very busy Friday, um, and then Saturday morning, I ended up running out of towels because I start quite early. Um, so I didn't run out of towels, actually. I, I foresaw the running out of towels. Mm-hmm. So I decided um, I had a little bit of space in between clients. It was first thing in the morning. I would just head over to Sally's and buy two sets of towels. They're right around the corner. You can never have too many towels. I was good to, good to go. So I went over there, I walked in, and when I looked at the towels on the bottom shelf, now, there's two kinds of towels. There are microfiber towels and there are cotton towels. Typically, the microfiber towels are significantly cheaper than the cotton towels. When I buy my things from Empire Barber Supply, so check them out, you guys. (laughs) I'm just going to plug every other store. So typically, the microfiber towels are cheaper. So when I look at where the towels are, Um, there's, instead of like two packs of towels stacked on top of each other, they're side by side. So being side by side, one is on on top of a price that says $9.99, one is on the top of a price that says $32.99, and then beside that towel is the cotton towels that are on top of prices that say $32.99. So I'm unclear as to how much the uh, microfiber towels are. Luckily, I'm in Sally's, so there's a sales associate working. And I turn to her and I say, hi how much are these towels and she says to me the price is right there mm-hmm. right immediately irritated so i said to her can you please take up the towel and tell me how much it is like scan it and tell me how much it is because um I, well not even because i said are you hoping that i don't buy it is that what you're hoping for she didn't say anything so i followed her to the register in retrospect, I think she didn't want to go check the towels because she thought that I was like trying to do some other shady shit. I don't really know what it was because I, I don't really understand what the resistance to how much is this. Like I, I, I keep going back to that moment because it's literally the only interaction that I could figure out. So anyway, so we go to the register. She says $32.99. I'm like, okay, so your cotton towels and your microfibers are the same price? She said, yes. I said, okay, do you have any more microfiber towels in the back or do you only have those two packets? She said, they only have the two that are on the shelf. I said, okay, so I will take the cotton towels being that they're the same price, right? Go, I have to transfer money over, buy the towels, leave, 
that's the end of the bit. I work my day, and at the end of the day, I don't need two packs of towels. I only need one pack of towels. So I went back to Sally's um, to return that one pack of towels, essentially. So as I'm walking up to Sally's, our girl from the morning, standing outside, vaping or whatever, I get, and she turns and puts her head in the store and warns the other girl that I'm coming, right? So, well, I assume, and I assume it walking up that that's what happens because she looks at me, she opens the door, she says whatever she says to the girl, and then she avoids my eye contact when she comes back, when she, like, turns back outside. So when I walk in, I have my receipt, I have my towels, and I have my original method of payment. These are the things that we need to return. Mm -hmm. So um, as I go to the register, she's like hyper chirpy, right? Like, hi, okay, yep, no problem, okay. So I kind of already feel like, um, yeah, just the unease in, in any case. So, I, so she asked me if the card that I'm returning the items on is the same card. Oh, no, no, has this. She asked me about the card number, but the card number she said wasn't actually the card number it's actually the number that google assigns to the card or what have you mm -hmm. so i'm like i say to her it's not the card ending in let's say 1057 the card doesn't end in 1057 because i use i use google so i think it's a different number that they assign to the card but i'm gonna pay the same way i paid this morning well it has to be on the same card, she says. So I'm like, okay, I got it. But this is the same method of payment that I'm using. So she said, you don't know what your card ends in? I said, well, the card doesn't end in 1057. That's the Google number for the card. So she goes, fine, I'll tell you what your card ends in once I print this out. She prints it out. She prints it out. Mm -hmm. And she goes... Your card ends in one zero five seven, and I'm like, it doesn't. But I can show you how this works because I don't think you know how Google Pay works. I'm opening the app on my phone, so as I'm doing this, she completely walks away from me. So as she walks away from me, the other one comes around now, and she's like, sign this, and puts the stuff in front of me. So I'm I'm writing it. I'm like trying to write anyway. The pen's not working. I'm like. This is so weird. Like, I never have a problem here. It's weird to me that today I'm getting attitude from all directions for no reason. She was like, my coworker wasn't here this morning. She, she didn't give you attitude. And you are the one who came with attitude this morning. So I'm like, I asked you how much something was. And you told me the price was right there. Did you not see there was two face outs of the same item with two different prices on it? Did you not see that? My girl goes, get out, get out. I said, this is so weird to me because I come here too often to have to deal with this. Like, this is nuts. There was a third lady there who's a lady that I thought I had an established relationship with because I've gone there more than one time and dealt with her. <laughs> that lady stays quiet, avoids my eye contact, cowers in the corner. Like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I'm like, this is nuts. I said, all right, no problem. Cause I'll just send a letter to corporate. Like this is, I'm a business in here. Like I try not to get stuff from Sally's too, too much, but I definitely get my rubber bands from there when I need it. Like it's right around the corner. So it's quite possible that I would go to them on a regular basis for things. Noel is a barber. He goes to Sally's quite often for things as well. So, um, 
So when I tell the girl I'm going to tell corporate, she tells me, I already told my manager all about you. Like, and then pushing me to get out, get out of the store. When I got out of the store, I sat in the parking lot and bawled. I was shaking. I was crying. I tried to call, call people, call people, call people. Nobody was answering. I didn't want to drive because I was like, it was just like, I was just emotionally overwhelmed. But then at the same time, I was hyper aware of the amount of time that I was spending in the parking lot because I didn't want these girls to call the police on me because they're afraid for their lives. Like I'm sitting there trying to calm myself down. And then at the same time, like aware of their perceived threat that I'm this threat for them. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I keep going back to my original question is how much like how much are your microfiber towels? What is the price of them? That's what I asked. And I, I don't even understand. Like, it's just so bizarre. But in any case. So I like kind of vomited up some like frustration onto my Facebook wall and then got a call from my friend, a friend of mine this morning that was like aware of some of the things that we're doing. And feeling like I um, need to not put that stuff up, which frustrated me even more because it was an extension of the, it was an extension of the, um, like, losing my voice and then losing it again. And then it was like, oh, well, if you want to be a person who is respected, then you can't say this out loud. But they're the ones who put me in this position where I was like, the only thing I had to do was vomited up on Facebook because I had no other recourse. I had no other recourse. I could do nothing. Sorry. That's the Sally story, everyone. That's what happened to Sally's. It was totally ridiculous. And it... uh, My thing about the, the Sally story is there's a lot going on with the customer service end of it like totally customer service should have been there um to provide customer service so yeah. they should have even at the end like i should have known like, that this girl was gonna bait me into this confrontation because obviously i came to work mm-hmm. i burned off the energy working and then um obviously they're standing at work talking about it all day so amped it up and for her to like constantly be stating to me what my card number is, I don't even get why she was going that hard. If I say to you, I'm returning the the things being returned in the same way that I purchased it, I don't understand what the problem. Like, why do you have to keep driving this thing home? I said clearly you want to be right tonight, and you don't know how Google Pay works. So I'm gonna show you that it assigns. I do not know if it assigns a different number every time, or if it's the one number that Google Pay assigns to my card. I'm not really sure that works. Or if there's five cards under that one Google Pay number, I also don't know how that works. So it's kind of like I'm trying to show you, like I don't, I you keep pushing up on me, and the I just oh man. The whole thing is just so stressful and I had physical stress yesterday like my neck was tight and sore I ended up getting a crazy headache because of it this morning when my friend called me it just looped me back into the bullshit like by the time yoga started I had puffy crying eyes like I was bawling all over again like oh wow so they can do this and I can't even express myself and meanwhile 
like the posts i did not delete the posts if anybody commented on the posts that were there i did not delete them but i did change the privacy of them so only i could see them i'm probably going to go back and change the privacy so that only the people on the post can see it so i just feel like if you put your labor into a telling me how i should deal with bullying or b telling me about having to deal with bullying yourself i don't want to delete that or negate that it's just that i guess we have to play the stupid game which i'm sure that me saying that right now is just another problem <laughs> i don't know um but what i do have to say is that my reaction to this was to come to my partner here and, and say you know what maybe you guys should take my name off of everything because i don't want to i don't want to spoil people's stuff and he responded to me that oh well if they don't want to then i guess we don't need their money and that was it and i appreciated that support and i have to say a shout out to caitlin who definitely like carried those bags while i was like Rah! we were yelling at each other from the sidewalk <laughs> the car. Ah, so in any case that's it you guys that's what happened i had to vomit it up onto a space as i was doing it i knew but it was just it was just a really frustrating place to be in and sorry and if you have sally's beauty stories you can go ahead and throw them up on here um my a friend of ours a friend of the show um t said that she took her um she went to sally's and sent her son in for a comb and watched outside while he wandered the store like a like a teenage boy not knowing looking for combs and watching the sales associate follow him around the store and not help him by the way not be like hi what are you looking for but just follow him around and pat pat the aisles next to where he was so that's what i'm gonna share um that's what i have to share but i don't know how to boycott sally's forever for me personally um i don't know <laughs> for me personally i can't do it the, the 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 sally's that um is close to where you are mm -hmm. close to the shop that particular sally's they are not very supportive when you go inside there and i've had that same problem as well i think you sent me in there one time to pick rubber up bands and they were like, they're right here. Uh, no, it was for the the end of that. Oh, the curl formers um, thing. Right. And they're like, no, we don't have it. You have to buy the kit. And I'm like, the whole kit? And the kit was like, <laughs> for the it's piece. It's like $100. The piece we needed was like 6 or $7. So the, the, the kit was like $100. $99, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I could get this here on your website here for $6. Oh, oh, we we don't have that here. I'm like, can you look on your computer and find out which Sally's has it that's closest to this location? Thanks. And then she went and she did it. And then it took me back all the way close to my house. Clearview, yeah. And then Clearview, there's like... The world of difference. There's like five ladies there. And they all are like, yo, can it help you? Can we help you? Can, what do you yo, need? Clearview, is is a whole you need? Clearview will sit there and let me read the back of 100% of the clippers <laughs> that are on this shelf. Clearview will be like, do you want another one? Do you want, We'll sit here all day. So, like, you get a free bag. So boycotting Sally's? Mm, but that's Sally's? Probably. 
It's just too I, much effort for me to I, have to find another Sally's. I really like this. I really like. Clearview Sally's? Well, I like for the store where the problem occurred. I, I want them to feel. Face the consequence? Yeah. Them personally. But. How does that happen? What do we have to do to make that happen? Well, you should. It should be a. a, a there should be. And I was looking for it while you're telling the story. There should be a comment section where you comment on the particular store. And then if you go I'm to about the, to share my podcast clip and on Twitter and tag them. Because <laughs> that's how we do. You want to make it hard for us to make a, a complaint? You want to make it hard for us to make a complaint? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> a little bit much. It was very frustrating. I'm not going to deny that at all. Can you? I'm not like... What's the <sighs> those good girls? I I could I was trying to think of what passive aggressive ways I could. I wanted to sit outside this door and just terrify them because I already knew they were scared of me. But then I was like, then the police would just come and murder me. That's all. <laughs> She's outside. Mm, I'm not and... sure if that would happen. <laughs> okay. Here in uh, it happens, but maybe they this would particular side of town. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't on think. the north side? You don't think cops shoot mm -mm. people on the north side? Okay. Uh, black people? Cop police don't there are so many the in this area per capita here that it's like... I don't did, know. I don't know if there's heightened stress in, in this area. I don't know. Okay. But we'll see. Anyway, that's what happened in Sally's. We're going to move on with our lives, obviously. I, mm -hmm. I have to figure out what the recourse for this entire thing oh, is. There we go. Sally's number 5658. But she already, quote unquote, told her manager all about me. So What's what I have to do with corporate it? office? You tell corporate 5658 that this happened to you and you send them an email like a respectable white person. <laughs> all right, I'll have to put on my hat. <laughs> have to put on my white folks hat. You got to do it because they can send an email, boy. Can they send an email? <laughs> it works. Mm -hmm. I should put it on a, some kind of letterhead or something. Sure. I don't know. I'd be more than happy to submit something on behalf of the National Black Coalition of Canada. Yeah. Who is fully supported by the new government and the old regime under Justin Trudeau. Really? But, um, okay. Do the actual people of the National Black Coalition, they'll be like, no. Because I'm, I'm still the PR rep. I, That's true. I personally am. So yeah, it it's just one of those things where we fight for the rights of black people in the city. Tanya this said we should just go in there and go into the store as a large group of black people. And do what? Just get as many black people to go into And the do store. what? Just be in there looking at things. <laughs> to nerve, get them all nervous? <laughs> what if there was just like... 40 of us and they're looking at things. And anytime somebody passes by, you say, get your head out of my pocket. You do that? <laughs> Just be there. Every, taking stuff off the shelf, putting it back on the shelf. Get your head out of my pocket. Touching stuff, moving it, just being generally annoying. I'm afraid to go back. I don't think I can go. I don't think I can even go back to the store. I think if I go back in, they're going to physically stop me and tell me I'm banned or something. They can say whatever they want. They, they can't ban you for being, for asking a question, and you're not being disruptive, and you did not 
abuse them. In fact, what I would, what what you could do even do is we have a friend who deals with that lawyer. Yes. Hmm. But I feel like, in, well, it's fine. I I guess I'm just already defeated by the system. I feel like the system in Canada. I feel like um, Dolomite. Mm. <laughs> I feel like the system does not have my back. There are a lot of adversity that you come up against here in the system, but the adversity that you come up against, not everybody does. Well, you have literally had interactions with people and places and things, and I've come right after you, and they're like, yeah, no, not you. It's true. It happens, it's frequent. Remember we went to the Delta Inns, Delta South, and I was trying to... I'm like, is there a band practicing? They're like, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Like, there's an engagement party this evening and there should be a band practicing here today. Well, there's lots of, of engagement and wedding parties today. Okay. <laughs> so I go outside and um, then Nigel walks in. Nigel, I'm calling Nigel as he pulls up. Nigel walks in. Got it. I said they don't know. He's like, what? They said I said they had they don't know. Okay, no problem. Nigel walks in, I trail behind him. And he's like, Hi, uh, engagement party? They're like, upstairs eleven floor immediately. <laughs> what I've learned is um because you did not say get engagement party. You had said wedding some sort of wedding I said both reception. And and they were like, there's no wedding reception. No, there. I said both. Okay. You weren't there when I was there. I said you just told me what you said at the time. That's why oh, I remember. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. So then, I, so I when I went in there, I was like, there's an engagement party upstairs. I didn't even know the people's name that was um, at the time that were getting engaged. But I was like, yeah, it's supposed to be. Where is it? And they're like. Oh, it's on the 11th floor. And <laughs> it sent me up there. We also had the similar problem. Um, with the stained people. W- at the shop. The Windsor Ply. We, tr- oh. we went to go to Windsor. Windsor Ply would get yeah. some wood. I went in earlier in the day. They signed me up for an account. They All kind of stuff. <laughs> all types of stuff. They the were girl all was happy. Like, the see? girl was like, I will teach you myself how to stain. Meanwhile, I'm staining mad stuff. So I'm like, okay, I don't think it's that complicated but maybe i'm missing something about this thing meanwhile i get there and they're like yeah it's four seven three nine two i'm like what does that mean <laughs> javar javar says nigel remember the crazy trucker who was driving crazy and tailing me at, at walmart by my house and and i had to jump out so I literally yeah, like, but then, see, the circumstance is funny because I'm calm, I'm collect, and I talk to people like, I am a human, you're a human. So we talk on a, a level of humanity, mm. like, with that respect. If you stop respecting me as a human being, then you're going to hear it from me immediately. I'm mm-hmm. not going to wait. I'm not going to send an email. I'm not going to cower behind anything. I'm just going to tell you. Mm-hmm. This is what's up. Um, other people look at this particular person and think that I'm not 
violent or or I won't resort to violence, but I'm safe, but you could still get these hands kind of deal. <laughs> so <laughs> I am that person. I'm safe, but that won't save you from these hands. It won't, save you, these from, hands. It won't save you from these hands. <laughs> so <laughs> Jamar and I were in the car. And we're driving out from where I live. Two, and we, two Jesus pieces. <laughs> and we turned. <laughs> and this guy was behind us, like, swerving. And and he came up be- beside us in the car and was, like, pointing and, and putting up his middle finger. And I looked. And at first I was like, look at this crazy guy. This guy's crazy. That is dangerous. And he was just beside, literally, he wasn't beside us for very long. Mm-hmm. I wound up my window and I said, hey, pull over by this Walmart. You did? Yeah. I said, pull over by the Walmart. And I turned into the Walmart and he turned his vehicle into the Walmart first. And I turned and he came up and he jumped out of his vehicle and I jumped out of my vehicle and Javard was on the other side and Javard jumped out. So there's two of us in the vehicle. I said, bro, if you don't want to get hurt, you need to get back in your car. And I didn't even say it that nice. I said it very angrily. <laughs> and I said, you need to get back in your car before you get busted up. And I take your van, your That's truck you and my car. Yeah. Okay, you about and to he, rob this thing for his he, truck. he jumped back in his vehicle and he, he came beside us and he ripped his head. And I looked at him, I'm like, yo, man, anytime you're ready, wow. you can get these these skippity, pa- these skippity paps. <laughs> That's insane. I think, um, so, yeah, yeah uh, I think even Noel had, like, somebody threw a slush at him one time, shouted the N-word and whatever. And they got they got some hands. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, <clears throat> we all have limits and stuff like that. This this circumstance, I've been trying to mull, mull it over in my head of how you could deal with it, if you even want to deal with it. And I feel like it is something that that should be dealt with in some, in some way. Yeah. Peaceful protests like what uh, Tanya was yeah, talking is about it? is good. I feel like picket signs should be, if we're going to do that in a large group and go down there, we need to have signs and everything. Uh, um, <clears throat> but talking to I Sally's and I want to give them the... T- press i'm not even interested and and it's bad press it's gonna be bad bad press so um, uh but bad press is only bad press if you care about black people there's a bunch of people who be like okay so sally's a safe place for me to shop because i won't run into them it, that's if we decide to stop going um so that is a couple of ways that we could deal with them all yeah, right. Let us know what you. I don't know. Let us know what you think. Go. Uh, what go should on. I do? Because I don't like to be voiceless in this situation. And she definitely feels voiceless. Yeah, I don't like it. No, it's very frustrating. And because it's frustrating like that, when when you feel like you've lost your voice, and it's happened more than once in your life, especially since I met you. Um, um, Alana said email human resources mm-hmm. Alana says she lie she, they never tell the manager yeah well I think the manager was the lady standing there who, who knew you from before there's a huge resigned. thing around banning people 
they're not legally allowed to ban individuals from a public store or public place. Unless a crime has been committed. So the girl's on camera pointing to the door telling me to get out. I want the camera footage. Like, it, the whole thing was insane. And I kept going, this is so weird. Like, what is going on? That's, I literally said that, you're the one who came with the attitude. But I'm like, what does that have to do with you doing your job? <laughs> anyway, I don't want to waste a whole episode on these people. <laughs> Just keep it moving. And I had to block somebody because I no longer felt safe with them in my life. So if you know who that person is, whatever. So for all the people that were on there, since we're talking about civil rights and doing this. Yeah, good segue. It leads us to what we're dealing with. And um, if you look on the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. you'll see there is a clip that I put on the Black Multiverse um, page mm-hmm. about um, a civil rights case that's happening right now where a gentleman was approached by the Barack Obama administration, administration mm-hmm. and that Barack Obama administration asked him if um, Comcast and Viacom, I think, Viacom it, yeah. I think if they were a safe uh, company to do business with if they're okay and he said no because they take trillions of dollars from the government to run certain ads s- s- or certain shows, shows um, um, and black stations um, that hire more black people or are run by black people, they get zero, zip, nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and at the time that that happened, that was during the Barack Obama administration. And during the Barack Obama administration, Viacom actually bought BET. And so. Right. That was during Barack? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So they bought bought BET. Is that when they started playing Baby Boy Day and Night? (laughs) No, they did that. Before that? that? They did that way before that. Yeah, Viacom kind of fixed that problem. I I can't find my Coke. I don't know how that happened. I don't know either. Sure. Anyway, keep it moving. It's okay. So Viacom, um, Viacom, uh, d- this gentleman took them to court, and they took Viacom and they took, um, I think it's Comcast, mm-hmm. took them to court, and um, Comcast they lost, but Viacom they won, and then Viacom was like, okay. Well, we're going to take you to the Ninth Court, which is the court just below the Supreme Court. And in the Ninth Court, um, the guy who they took, the black guy that they took there, he was like, well, if you're going to take me to the Ninth Court and appeal this, I'm going to take Comcast also to the Ninth Court and appeal them. And in the Ninth Court, not only did the black guy win um, for Comcast, but he also won for Viacom as well. So they won. So both of the companies teamed together and went, and this is, of course, during the Barack Obama administration. So they went to Donald Trump and his advisors, and they said, no, black people um, don't have a leg to stand on. Mm -hmm. So they said, you should take it to the Supreme Court. So they took it to the Supreme Court. Now we know that Donald Uh, has stacked the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court has been stacked. 
And we also know that his advisors, before he was even in power, said that uh, ruled against it, ruled against black people in this circumstance. Mm-hmm. So because they ruled against black people in the circumstance, now um, it's going to the Supreme Court. But what they've done is they've dialed it all the way back to the civil rights movement. And they said, OK, if you can't prove without a shadow of a doubt that 100 percent that it was we, because we are race. discriminating because you're black then you don't have a leg to stand on. But if you know anything, you cannot prove 100% anything that it's because of this particular thing. It could be a multiple different circumstances. Now, I think I I had one time read or heard um, that the reason that um, Donald Trump wanted Brett Kavanaugh in the Supreme Court was because he wanted to dismantle the um, civil rights. And, and this is a this is a good fair example of how he he's doing this. So this thing comes up on November fourteenth, the Supreme Court hearing. They're taking it back that if they can get the Supreme Court to prove this, they'll roll back. They'll take you back to the uh, Supreme Court. What this means for Black people is now all cases that have to do with race will now have to be reevaluated. And all future cases will be evaluated that if they cannot prove that 100 percent that the cops beat this guy because he's black, that they shot this guy because he's black, that they arrested this guy or girl because she or he is black, then they are going to imprison that person or deny them of the rights that they have, the civil rights that they have. And this doesn't just go for black people. This is civil rights. It goes for all all minorities, all the people. Right. That's so insane. So that happened, which led me to lots of civil rights activists for the day. One who we laid to rest, who was a comedian and civil rights. Pops. Pops Wayans, which is John Witherspoon. He was a Wayans? Sorry. John Witherspoon Pops Sorry He was on the Wayans Brothers I know he was on the Wayans Brothers And he was in Friday And mm-hmm. Boomerang mm-hmm. And, and Boondock Saints Boondock No sorry Boondock was Boondock Saints also an excellent movie It is a good it movie <laughs> <laughs> For the record also an excellent movie It is movie. a good movie But yeah so Boondocks is out So I guess Regina King has to do that voice too I'm just kidding <laughs> JK guys, JK LOL. But yeah, RIP. That was a tough one, actually. I felt like, mm-hmm. I guess, I, I mean, um, I got a YouTube video and then I lost it. That he uploaded like literally a day or two before he died. Mm. Yeah. And so his son uh, posted on, you know, on the scroll and everybody posted about how they're going to miss him and. I just remember him like bang, bang, bang. I just remember him taking off his white belt, and always, always, (laughs) always remember the white belt because there was a a brother at our church that used to beat his kids with the. He used to always wear a white belt and beat his kids back in the day. Um, I have a um, a friend of mine who I used to work with at American Eagle, Alex Caledonio. He was he's a manager. And any time there was something that was like racist, we'd be like, mm. <laughs> racism. Mm. It's good. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. So R.I.P. 
and definitely a culture carver in the community. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, we have um, Cuba Gooding Jr. got just charged uh, with sexual harassment. The video was out on TMZ. So if you look at the. He just got charged again? Yeah, just recently. Wow. So this is not the waitress or, one. Or maybe, or maybe he got charged and now the video has, has surfaced now of okay. what happened. Oh, the video of the thing has mm. surfaced. So he, okay, okay. He's he, probably in court for it, maybe. So he walks by and there's a security guard that walks behind him and passes this woman. Mm-hmm. Is she a waitress? I, I hard don't. Tell. It's hard to tell because she doesn't have waitressy things. Okay. Right? No fanny pack thing with the things. She doesn't have any of the things that I yes. can see. So he turns around and looks at her and taps her shoulder like this. He goes and taps her shoulder and says something to her and goes towards like her back area and he has his hand like this and she jumps away from him like it doesn't even show it doesn't even look like he really touched her it's like he he was showing her something or was trying to move her out of the way it looked like she was like standing in the way as he passed by and he was like yo you you can't just stand it just looked like that. But you can't tell by the video because it's security footage. Right. You can't tell by the video what was if said. If anything happened. You can't. Yeah. You if can't he touched t- her. Yeah. It's very hard to say. But okay. the people in TMZ, if you watch TMZ, um, the people in TMZ, they're against Google. They're like, no, this is what happens. And so they were teasing the guy on the show because this one guy was like, it doesn't look like anything happened. One guy said that on TMZ and the rest of them are like oh no no you're the type of guy that walks around the club going like this and being like oh if you if you if your butt uh, runs into my fingers it's not my fault wow (laughs) and the guy's like like come on guys and so yeah there's a lot of people that that are against Cuba um some people are saying here and says she doesn't feel sorry for Cuba I don't think a lot of people um, is is it the touch that matters? I think the touch is or what he said. She said, and that's the key. It doesn't show what he says. You don't hear it, but you do see the touch. So that was mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicki Minaj. What do you think about mm-hmm. it? What's your opinion? Uh, well, without <laughs> without viable. Are you surprised that you have to show and share your opinion on this <laughs> podcast? You've been uh, operating twenty eight episodes. Uh, You're like my opinion. What's your opinion about it? You saw the video, did he? I, I saw the video, but my opinion is it's un, it's in it's in circumstantial. Like you yeah. can't see, re, I, I couldn't see clearly what happened. Right. Not to say that it didn't happen. Okay. I just couldn't see clearly, so I don't. Was think, it about what he did or what he said? The whole and case. I don't know what he said that's either. The other part. So that's the other part. So I don't have. A, a valid point that I could bring through. I'm just a guy sitting here with none of the facts <laughs> and opinions. They don't matter with without proper facts. So, okay. 
So opinions I, are valid. We this is what you have a podcast for. <laughs> opinions are valid because you're on a podcast and these people are here to hear what you think about it. I hear what you're saying. I just I'm personally am more about facts. I'm all I'm I like to hear Oh, so you're like I can't call it. Without knowing, I, like, you know how many people have gone to prison for for no facts, True. but opinions. Oh, we think this black boy killed this girl, so we're gonna sentence him to death because True. we think that's our opinion. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, the kid didn't do nothing right. and still died. So I'm just, I'm not about that life. It's true. Electric uh, chair, youngest yeah. kid ever electrocuted. You know that. Um, do you think I should put some electrical tape on that cord right there? <laughs> or is it too late for that? Okay, we'll talk about that <laughs> later. Nicki, <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Okay, sidebar to side your story, though. Bar. But also having to do with Nicki Minaj. So Nicki Minaj took a picture with her boy, uh, husband now. So Nicki Minaj got married to some random dude. And the dude looks, well, so she's dressed as Bride of Chucky, and he's dressed as Chucky. And somebody in one of my groups said, this dude looks like an off-brad J. Cole. So I call him J. Troll now. So just in case her husband's in there, just refer to him as J. Troll, please. Wow. <laughs> That's why it was important for me Shade. to get that sidebar in. Okay, go. Let's talk about Nikki and her crazy self. So Nikki calls out Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams has been steady talking about Nikki on the show. And Nikki... Has steady been watching the Wendy Williams show. You know, Nikki has a show called Queen Radio. I don't know if she's still on there. Yeah, I don't know. She'd be talking to people about people. Anyway, so what did she call her out for? Because Wendy Williams has been essentially doing the same thing for the last 40 years. So, so, so Wendy Williams comes out on her show talking about how, you know, Nikki's, um, Nikki's husband yeah. was, was charged with with um we were talking about this before <gasps> it was the husband <laughs> it was the i husband. thought it was so it was the husband and the brother both so he was charged with um sexual assault with a weapon so he was like 17 and he was charged because he had a knife or something like okay, that okay okay so he was charged with that now the, the guy's like in his thirties and and it's done Married jail. To Nicki Minaj, he's done apparently. jail time and came out. Did James time for that? Yeah. So he's a registered sex offender. Yeah. Okay. Also, her brother is a registered sex offender. Yeah. So okay. you know, I guess she has a soft spot for sex offenders. Well, it's probably more likely that she was sexually abused at some point in her life, because that seems Maybe. to be what's around her. Sorry, yeah, Nikki. That, that's a possibility. So I, I, when I used to go by Nikki and uh, when Nikki Minaj first came out, I'd be like, people would ask my name, I'd say Nikki, and they'd be like, like Minaj? I'm like, no. <laughs> Not at all like Minaj, actually. But <laughs> yeah, like Minaj. So that happened. So she ends up calling out Wendy Williams on the show. On, okay. On the Wendy Williams show and saying, she's like, yeah. You all up here trying to tear people down on your show, using people, using your show to tear people down and talk about people's business. Where were you when your husband's thing was in? Wow. That's what happened. 
That happened. That's what happened. So. Wow, wow, wow. But and that's kind yeah. of not that it's messed up. I mean, I guess it's all messed up. But um, Wendy really is still dealing with that very freshly. Yes. But I guess you're in it. You're in it, right? And when you're in the public eye, you're in it. In it, like. Yeah. My very one of my I shouldn't even say it on the radio, but one of my favorite Instagrammers broke up with her man, her fiance. Mm. I've been feeling a way about it. Mm. <laughs> the makeup lady. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Well, hopefully, love finds its way back into her life. Mm-hmm. I hope so too. I I uh, I truly appreciate her spirit, and I try to like interact with people and follow people and even friend people most recently like this year um who are doers and who are actively making their dreams happen and actively making their dreams come true because that's i aspire to be on that vibe i think i'm on it but you know working working at it gotta hustle every day i'm hustling every day i'm hustling so no. <laughs> the now we gotta move from the scroll. Unless you have anything else. Everything off the scroll is done already. Yeah, we're onto the screen. Mm, okay. On to the screen. Mm-hmm. So on the screen, mm-hmm. let's talk about Dolomite. Dolomite is my name. Dolomite is my name. So here at the shop, we had the movie showing of Dolomite is my name. It's a Netflix show. We yeah. have the nice big screen. It is running it's in nice. high definition. It is nice. On the wall. It is fantastic. It is nice, nice. We have it set up to a nice Bose speaker sound system. Mm-hmm. Which he not going to be checking for that sound. Yeah, just looking for somewhere he not give you out there. Just so you know, our official Best Buy is the Best Buy in Clearview. So Clearview is the best. If you need anything, that is endorsed Best Buy by the Multiverse. So that's where you go to buy your things. It is. They have a very knowledgeable staff, actually. Very knowledgeable. Yeah, and helpful. Even actually, that, even that one guy was knowledgeable. He was knowledgeable. Hmm. He was incorrect on a couple things. He, he, he was knowledgeable though. He, he was, was knowledgeable. knowledgeable. He knew a lot about things so i'm happy about that i'm not gonna call no names leave that man alone so he was pretty good i like that guy um so 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 dolomite dolomite so dolomite is my name so just so you know there is already a black exploitation film called dolomite that film was made, I guess, in the 70s sometime, as per the movie. Mm. Um, I'm going to tell you that I had no interest in watching this. I thought it was going to be bad, like mm. goofy stuff. I wasn't interested. Um, no, well, put it on the TV. Uh, some night I came home from the hospital, he put it on. And I was like, ugh, he's going to put on something he wants to watch again. So I ignored the first, like, maybe three minutes of it. And I was immediately immersed into it after that. But what I learned was, maybe the first seven minutes or so, when I watched it the second time, there's mad, that movie starts immediately. Because there's a callback to the very first scene. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the very first scene is him holding up his record, talking to Snoop. Being like, yo, you should play this, right? right? 
So um, that's the very first scenes. But from there, there's a callback to that. So you have to pay attention. Very first thing, and even in the in the alley, they were like the Dunbar Hotel. I missed all that. Mm-hmm. When he's like, this is this was the center of black culture. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he went looking for his friend. It was not his friend. He was looking for that guy. <laughs> he was looking for his friend. So, right. um, he's looking for the guy, and he he came across two homeless guys. He's like, I'm looking for a homeless guy right. with no teeth. It smells bad. And, and the guy looked like at him this? and was like, like this. <laughs> he pulled out. He had no teeth. He's like, touche. I guess <laughs> I guess I'm in the back alley. All y'all have no. no <laughs> look like it. Yeah. So I think my favorite thing about the movie is that this gentleman um, got told no so many times Mm -hmm. and just over and over and over again went ahead and made that thing happen for himself Mm -hmm. over and over again. Over and over. So um, that was really incredible for me. I watched it that night with Noelle and then I watched it again last night with the, you know, the, the Afro fam. Might be multiverse movie Saturdays. Mm. You like that? I like that. Yeah. So the, mul- the first Saturdays in the multiverse. Yeah, you know all you all you. What we can call our multiverse people, tachyons. Oh, tachyons. Tachyons. All our <laughs> tachyons. Right? All our tachyons are here. They're having a good time. So yeah. we're gonna invite all the tachyons back out to come and check out this Next movie. Week. Yeah, next yeah. week. Next, sorry, next month. Next month. So we'll do it once a month. We'll have one. For but Saturday. if you're on Netflix, check out Dolomite. It my is, name is Dolomite. My, Dolomite, Dolomite is, is my name. name. Yeah. And uh, that's with Eddie Murphy. Eddie yeah. Murphy. Big, Spectacular. A list. Wow. Group. Cast. Every comedian you love. Yeah. It um, was nice to see um, Mike Key Epps is in there. In there. Um,. Key? Key is in there from Key and Peele. Yeah. Um, La- Laverne, is that her name? The comedian? Mm-hmm. The lady that plays, I think, is auntie or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Chris Rock is in there. Snoop Dogg is in there. T.I. is in there. T.I. is in there. Yeah. Uh, um, Daryl's in there. I don't know what his real name is. Daryl from The Office. <laughs> and also Hot Top Hot Top Machine. Yeah. yeah. I love him so much. You know, I his name him. is probably one of the most basic names. It's like Todd Smith. <laughs> it is. It's like really just adorable. Like, Cal- Calvin Winters or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Yeah. I looked him up last night. He is hilarious. I actually enjoy him a lot. I've liked him ever since. Like the 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 character he plays in The Office was my favorite. I watched. I certainly watched The Office for the black characters. They're my, <laughs> they're my favorite in the whole show. Stanley. Stanley was all. Have you watched The Office? Um, I haven't watched it lately. Oh. Or I haven't watched it. Stanley was the guy always doing the crossword and always wanting to go and always wanting the free days. Yeah. So, anyway, I appreciated that. But yeah, it was a fantastic movie. Anybody who's independent and has their own projects and stuff, I totally suggest that you check it out. It was, for me, it's definitely in my top 10 movies of all time and it may be in my top five. It was really inspiring. I just, I thought it was an incredible movie. The greatest part for me is when I moved from Edmonton to Florida, Mm -hmm. I realized there were all these movies called Black Exportations that we never even heard about. 
put them on the radio, <laughs> much less TV or anything. Right. Never heard about them. So I realized there's a whole genre of movies. That you haven't even experienced. So at the time, and this kind of dates, dates me, I would go to Blockbuster, rent me a bunch of VHS tapes and DVDs. Okay. Yep. Blockbuster. So, Blockbuster. Nice. So we'd go there and I we'd go there's they used to have two um two dollar Tuesdays. And used to go and just rent I used to just rent like ten dollars worth of movies. And then you'd have them for a week and then I just watch one a day. Wow. And one of the ones I watched was Dolomite. So I watched Dolomite and to watch Eddie Murphy play um Rudy Ray Moore. Moore, yeah. Um, ha- to watch him play that character and then show you Dolomite. And yeah, because at the end, they do show you the scenes from the they movie They show you Dolomite. the scenes. And I watched the whole movie, and it was like, it, it, you know, it, it, it was what it was. So when you watch the movie, uh, when I watched um, the movie, right. I was like, okay. And I liked it, and, and it made me laugh. But watching it now... And seeing the background and all the things he had to do to, to get, get to done. the point, yeah, it was like amazing. And I was like, man, I can really made you appreciate this guy. it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely super duper respect him. I know what it's like to be going to the powers that be and not getting help um, for your vision. Yeah, dope, 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 dope movie. Okay. I I definitely recommend that you watch it. But Eddie Murphy been giving us hits anyway. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. Yeah, he's done um, a lot for the culture. <clears throat> he has sure. done a lot. And he's given us more hits than he's given us terrible movies. I didn't even think about... Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah, I didn't even remember Beverly Hills Cop. He's really been out there just giving us hits. Golden Child. She's funny. When she when we had this conversation, this is not the conversation we were having today, but no. we we're having another day. Yeah. Um, that's the only movie I thought of. When she was saying he's always been giving us hits, yeah. I thought about Beverly Hills Cop one and two immediately. I was yeah. like, Fantastic movies. Beverly Hills Cop, Trading Places, Golden um, Child, Coming to America, Coming to America, Golden Child, uh, Life, Life, a classic. Classic. You can't have my corporate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat my corporate. <laughs> my name is Jang Lang. Jang Lang, Jang Lang. Jang Lang, So, you know. Eddie Murphy definitely the, been doing it. I'm gonna open up a place called the Boo Boo Broom. And I was oh, like, yeah. Damn. Eddie Murphy been out here. And then, don't, and then we were talking mm-hmm. about immediately Nutty Professor and Norbit. Yeah, and not to not even I didn't we didn't even touch on stuff like Shrek, bro. <laughs> like my man has been Shrek, making the money. That, he's been working, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. When I saw him in for Dolomite, the first ten minutes of the movie, I feel sorry for Eddie Murphy. But then I realized all that port belliness and <laughs> looking unrested and tired is part. I'm like, oh, this guy's a makeup. <laughs> Yeah, Eddie Murphy has also brought <laughs> Eddie Murphy has also brought us some bangers as well. Like I just want to no, party all the time. My girl likes to party. My girl likes to party all the time. Party all the time. <laughs> and he was featured on Snoop's Reincarnation. Red light, stop light, green light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So he's given, he's given, he's done a lot for the community. I'm going to tell you, for so. the culture, like for, for the, the culture. culture, Eddie Murphy, what, we have he, to give him a For the Culture Award. For me, he set the tone for every comedian's outfit oh, that yeah. they wear when they make it big. We're not even talking about Ron Delirious. <laughs> We're not even talking. Like, people, Richard Pryor, like, everybody remembers their first comedy, comedic stand-up special where you're like, I'm not supposed to be hearing this. <laughs> right? And you will go to school and with your friends just rehearse it and rehearse it and rehearse it. I know that Ron Delirious came out many years before, but I distinctly remember those two stand-ups coming into my life at high school. And us being like, boop, 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 it goes into the home. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream. Like all the classics. So Eddie Murphy been out here. Big ups to Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. A For the Culture Award for Eddie Murphy. <laughs> 1,000 culture points for Eddie Murphy. Black, Murphy, <laughs> black Multiverse Theory honors Eddie Murphy with the Black Culture Award. And 1,000 multiverse points. Multiverse points. <laughs> okay. Which you can redeem at your local CVS. <laughs> you actually can't do much. We'll stay tuned with <laughs> one, 1 million multiverse points for Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's that was a good one. No, he's great. I um yeah, Shrek was it. Was he in, he wasn't in any other Disney movies before that. Um My stepson Ethan used yeah, to he was a, he, watch um Shrek. Period. All the Shreks. He knew all the songs and everything. Yeah. And he had um he was in a Halloween movie or his wife, he's a real estate agent and his wife also did real estate and he had two children and they were in a haunted house and the woman that they met is almost like a beauty and the beast story but she was already married and the woman in there looked identical to the ghost's wife so the ghost wife tried to trap her there and bring her back to the castle hmm. and they got stuck in the castle and they're trying to sell this castle the and Halloween a, movie yeah Eddie Murphy did that movie. Okay. My kids watch and they're like, oh. <laughs> but at the time, the it scariest so kids much. movie to me is Coraline. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but that is that was terrifying. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Halloween just happened. It sure did. Speaking of scary, Eve. and a lot of people celebrated. Uh, did one, you celebrate? No. One, um, I fell asleep and woke up at ten o'clock, and everybody was. I was dead dog tired and passed out. Mm. So I did not do anything this year at all. Um, and back in the day, we used to take the kids out to the hullabaloo and, and different Christian ones that, that were around the city. Mm -hmm. Are there any? There's not anymore. There's, but they do have spots that are safe like and warm. So you, Londonderry Mall had one mm -hmm. this year, and West Edmonton Mall always has one. Mm -hmm. So you can go it's out. It's a and big mall that's trick or treat. For yeah, sure. you just take in the stores have candy everywhere, mm -hmm. and they pick it up. But kids just try to dress up. They have fun dressing up. My dog dressed up this year. Mm. Yeah, she was a. Um, she was Abu. She had a red hat on. And she went door to door. First, she didn't understand what was going on. And then she went to one door and they gave her a treat. And then she just knew that this was the thing for her. I think she got four treats. 
throughout the night. And I don't know if you know intermittent reinforcement is like the hardest reinforcement to break. So the fact that she went to like 20 houses and some of them gave her treats and some of them did it means that she's going to expect treats when she goes to people's house. And she's going to be like, I'm at somebody's house. There must be a treat here. And she wore her little hat and her um, parka, her red hat, her parka, and red red boots. Said I bought her. I, d- I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Seeing as Justin Trudeau just was playing uh, Aladdin, and now oh, your dog is Al- playing a boot. Justin Trudeau was playing Aladdin. <laughs> so, was that who he was dressed up as? Yeah. Oh, that's what he was going for. Yeah. And your dog <laughs> was, was going boo? for a boot. Yeah. And she totally black monkey faced. Uh, he totally monkey face the boo here. She monkey face. Okay. You can't. I'm gonna have to talk to her about that. <laughs> you can't. Monkey. Somebody else's species is not your Halloween. Yo, costume. this is not what's up, bro. Abu's <laughs> rights. Culture. My piece. My species is not your costume. Okay. <laughs> Cross species. Your dog is out of order. <laughs> Vampire in Brooklyn, yes. Vampire in Brooklyn, facts. First black vampire that I ever watched. Facts. He was the dragon in Mulan. Yes, Yes, I remember. Yes. That is true. People are putting it out there for us. Thank you. No, Eddie Murphy's the man. Dolmite is the man. He is the man. Yeah. So, um, speaking of the man, um, we also have a couple movies coming out. That we gotta check out. Oh, there's one called The Photograph with Lakeith Stanfield and and our girl Issa. It's a rom rom com. Mm-hmm. Sorry, did I cut you? Mm-mm. Okay, go ahead, tell yours. So you I, just have a funny look on your face. I can't read it. <laughs> I was gonna tell you that there's a movie called The Photograph with Issa. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it comes out on Valentine's Day. Wow, they really hype us up way ahead of time, huh? But I watched the the trailer to the movie, and I was, and I immediately wanted to know when it was coming out. Oh, it yeah, looked, it looks um, nice. I didn't watch yeah. the trailer. I'm going to be honest. This one thing about this rock hard. Um, You're a rom-com guy. We can see a mile guy. away. <laughs> I, like, I like black, rom-coms? especially black rom-coms. That's cute. So, if you know higher learning, all these ones that happened back in the day, mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love basketball, mm-hmm. love Jones. This looks like it's right there on that caliber with those ones that we love. So it comes out on Valentine's Day. I definitely want to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oh, prank encounters. Which we watched a couple episodes of while we were setting up. Love it, love it. Speaking of Halloween, this is where I was going. Prank encounters is on Netflix. It's so elaborate. It's literally the most elaborate prank show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You don't think so? Nah. You know why I think it's it's elaborate? elaborate. I think it's elaborate because they they prime two people. Yes. Now there's two people being pranked. Yes. Normally they only prank one person at a time. Yes. They they prank they're pranking these two people. They're priming them, and then they put them together in the same place, so that they can 
Like, the people at the end of it don't even realize that the other person wasn't in on it, too. It, it reminds me of Ashton Kutcher's... Um, pranked. Um, pranked. Yeah. But the guy who's doing it is the guy from Stranger Things that had no teeth. The kid from Stranger Things. That from, kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> Are you the kid from Stranger Things? That was so funny. And he basically takes... And this is what I love about it. He takes one person who he's pranking and sets them up over here at the same time he's got another person that he's pranking right. over here and then he slowly primes them and brings them Together. into the same room and then throws every possible prank right at then the climaxes right and i'm sorry the only reason i watch the show <laughs> It's to watch black people's reaction really in sorry? every circumstance. It is the greatest the thing. It is the best. Black people reacting to pranks <laughs> is my favorite thing. Janelle Austin is a realtor in the city. For those who, who don't know her, she's a fantastic realtor um, and she does a lot of things. If anybody's ever walked into Aphrodisiac and wondered how I can afford it, it's because I have an incredible realtor. So And it was Janelle. And Janelle... I asked her to look at something uh, for me, a, a building uh, for me, uh, for our group. So when we went there mm -hmm. um, a couple of nights ago, uh, we got there. It was nighttime or it was dark. And we get there and the place is open. But when I pull up to the parking lot, and it's a very, very small parking lot. It can only fit like five cars. Mm -hmm. There's a truck there with the door wide open. For no reason. And the door to the facility that we're trying to check out, it's open. And all the lights are on inside. But I don't see anybody. Mm -hmm. So immediately, I do the thing, right? I go to the door and I'm like, hey, is anybody there? Anybody there? She's standing like <laughs> 10 feet behind me. She's got her, I don't F with this face <laughs> on. And I walk... I walk into the lobby. I can visualize Janelle's face. I walk into the lobby. I'm like, hello, is anybody here? Is anybody? Because we want to see. I want to see how much space is in this um, facility. Mm -hmm. And um, I turn around and immediately I'm aware that I'm inside a space <laughs> that is that is nobody's answering. Mm -hmm. Nobody's moving. The, All the, the lights are on. The door was ajar. The door is ajar. Yep. There's a car door. And immediately I'm like, I turn to Janelle. Janelle looks at me and she goes, do you think that we <laughs> probably be part of a crime? That's probably here? time to go immediately. And I turned to her I said, listen, we're the black people in the story. Let's get <laughs> Let out. Let us get out, we out are of here out now. of here. <laughs> so we went out and we stood in the front, just in the front. And we we are talking more a little bit of that about the place. I hope so much that this is not used as Exhibit A in some kind of crowd <laughs> crowd case. So so I look at it and I'm, I'm like looking around and and I'm like, okay, do you think there's like parking at the back, whatever? And as we're talking, we hear the sound bang from inside, like if something dropped or something happened. I looked at her and I said, okay. It's time to go. She got her vehicle. She didn't even so wait for fast. me to get in by it. She was like, Pfft. bye. She was done. She drove off. I was like, wow. See you later, JD. She's <laughs> done. <laughs> I jumped in my vehicle and took off too. So 
This is why prank encounters is hilarious. It's funny. Black people, black people are like, I'm out of here. Alana said the first episode was her fave. The best part of the first episode <laughs> was the guy going, the guy going, okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. As he walked from room to room out outside the building and the other guy chasing him. No, wait, wait, wait. Don't leave me here. He's the actor. Don't wait. He's trying to get him to stay. Don't leave me here. He's like, okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> he's like, okay, hold on. And he's still walking. Uh, to out, the door. Out the door. of the door. Outside. He got outside. He's like, okay, let me holler at you out here. Because he realized once he got there. He had no keys to the vehicle. He had no way no to way. get home. He's like, um, um, I need to speak to you outside, please. <laughs> and they like, still convinced him to go back inside. I don't know how. And it was hilarious. Oh, you my gotta gosh. watch it. It's very funny to it watch. It's funny. We love watching it. Um, and all the this, there was one. There was the um the Bigfoot one. Mm-hmm. The Bigfoot one was funny because the black lady caught straight to the chase. She's like, there's some kind of evil entity on this road that is killing people. We need to move this road. It was that lady's <laughs> first day at her part-time job. And she's like, so here's pretty much what's happening. There's some kind of evil spirit that's coming back and it's fucking y'all up because you guys are... The man gave her a oh. video. He gave her a laptop to look at. And on the laptop, she saw something on the laptop. She immediately said, did you see this here? On, on this <laughs> did you see this? And the man looked at him. He's like, "No, I didn't see it before." He's like, "Look, she's like, look how it runs out here like this." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." He goes, "She goes, okay." So what we need to do? She took control of the situation. What we need to do is close the road down now. Like she, she didn't waste any time. She's like, "Let's just shut the whole you road." You're gonna need to move the road. And then okay, the naturalist the shows up, and he's like. Yeah, I'm supposed to like do a survey to figure out if we need to move the road. She's like, okay, they need to shut this road yeah, down. They need to shut the road <laughs> right down. But also, <laughs> just big ups to that lady because at the end, like, she was like, there's a boy out here and we cannot leave him out here, though. Like, as scary as it got, first of all, I don't think that lady ever closed her eyes at any part of it. And she was not leaving nobody behind. Yeah, she, she saw. Um, the kid from Stranger Things, he kind of was sitting in the driver's side of the passenger, uh, passenger yeah. side of, of the vehicle that he was in. Right. And then they realized he was missing. And she was like, yo, he's out here. And he's a young boy. And he's a young boy. We are not leaving him outside. The funny thing about the whole scenario. <laughs> she was not getting out of the vehicle either. <laughs> <laughs> she did not leave. She's like, the call. Vehicle. Go ahead. You call the person. Yep. Yeah, his name. The the other the other lady, a man came up to the to the car and she, he was like, he's like, I can't find my friend, my friend Daddy, I can't find my friend. She did she's like, like she he's like, shooting. can you open the door? She's like, get out, go away, <laughs> just go away. I died laughing. I was like, this lady did, was not gonna open the door for this guy. She's she like, was not. Mm-mm. She was like. Go away. <laughs> you have to go away. Go away. Oh, she didn't so say, funny. hey, there's a monster outside. No. She Run. said, I don't know what's going on with you and y'all, but you need to stay away from <laughs> stay me away and my vehicle. It was good, though, but I, I'm going to go. I'm not going to pretend like I didn't search all the episodes for the Black Folks episodes. So <laughs> I'm going to go and see if there's any more. It was really good. It was really good. 
All right. <clears throat> What's in your ears? We're talking about in your ears this week. Buddy. Kanyezy has a new gospel artist, um, album out called Jesus is King. Jesus is King. And I watched. What's your verdict? Um, so far, it's really good because it's a combination of his old tracks set to choir music or set to a choir setting. Mm-hmm. And then he revamped the lyrics he, a little bit he, on a couple of them, right? And he revamped. He didn't really revamp too much on his original tracks. One of the things he he meets up with um, the guy who does carpool karaoke. Karaoke. Um, James guy? Corbin. On James the, Corbin. When they're on the airplane, and they did airplane karaoke with yeah. the entire choir, choir. singing. Amazing. It, it was, was amazing. amazing. And I put it on. I put it on at 7 a.m. to just to tell my client about how amazing the HD quality was on that projector. I'm like, let me show you. And she's like, okay, what are we watching? <laughs> so, like, uh, we're going to watch. And then I, YouTube's, YouTube kind of suggests most Things. popular right now. Yeah. So that's what was on there, trending or whatever. So she's like, oh, that Kanye West thing, I didn't see it. I put it on. I listen, yeah, da, da, da. I went to turn it off. She's like, no, don't turn it off. That thing was on all day. We watched the whole thing. And then we watched, and then we listened to the whole album. And and that's the thing. In in that interview, he talks about just his life and just um, how Jesus has changed him and how he's a different type of guy, which was, it was just really interesting to watch. Well, my two takeaways. The first is, he goes, Wow, you married Kim Kardashian. Everybody thought it would be cool to marry Kim Kardashian. And Kanye goes, not Chris Humphreys. <laughs> that was <laughs> I'm like, That was wow. funny. He didn't waste time with that shit. <laughs> yeah. So, so that happened. That happened. <laughs> I thought the other thing that I took away was... Um, I love how happy Kanye is when he listens to music. Mm. I love how he, when he gets into it, when the choir's like singing and he gets into it, I love the look on his face. I love how happy he gets. Like it's so purely Kanye that I just enjoy it. And I, I'm sorry, y'all. I know you're going to hate for me to say it, but I, I really do love Kanye West. The I don't agree with his outlook on many things. He's and funny. I, 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 I find him hilarious. But I he also, I don't know, at this point, without laughing. At this point, like, every time Kanye comes to the album, Kanye also comes out with a ludicrous statement. So he, I don't know it's how. His it, thing. Like, he's been doing this for since George Bush did I Care About Black People. He had an album that came out right after that. Mm-hmm. He's been doing this. It's his marketing ploy. So relax. He's an entertainer. He's entertained us. He hasn't done anything illegal, anything questionable. He hasn't, he's not messed around with no little girls, nothing close to the age or close to the line. He's only fought, he's, he's only fun to punch some, a couple people in the face. And you know what? Who is it? Who, like, paparazzi? Oh, I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, they deserve it. <laughs> Not deserve it, but you know it's provocative. It's provocation, right? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Yeezy. It could be worse. I'm saying Yeezy could be worse. Yay, as he's affectionately called. Yeah, he 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 talks about a lot of things. I I like the funniest thing I think about Kanye is, is the fact that he he purposely tries to hide his smile yeah on purpose he just he's like purposely will be in a full smile and then 
I'm breaking down straight. <laughs> Which, if you watch my bad Kevin Hart talk about thugs don't want to laugh, it looks exactly like him. <laughs> like he, I think he was talking about Kanye. Yeah. Because when you watch it, it's exactly, he's like, mm, that's, mm, it's, not, it's funny. You funny. <laughs> Have you seen that one? I haven't back. seen that bit. I, 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 I was joking. But I've seen it. So there's GIF upon GIF upon GIF of Kanye. It looks just like Kanye. Kanye's like. Yeah, he literally puts his face on him. And this bit that, that that Kevin Hart came out with, it's Kanye I, West. I think it's before Kanye started doing this. It's weird because it looks just like him. Anyway, so Kimberly said we're hilarious. Thanks, Kimberly. We both think that individually about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell us. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. Um, <sighs> which leads me now that we're 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 dealing with with the in your ears, Kirk Franklin. Went uh, to the Dove Awards. Dove Awards. He's been using these award shows. Now, the, now the Grammys is, is, is kind of like more gauged towards secular music mm -hmm. or music that's non-Christian or non-gospel. Mm -hmm. The Stellar Awards are gospel music awards. Okay. The Dove is the Christian gospel music awards. Oh. So gospel music... This is where, for those people who don't listen to this type of music, gospel music is is usually related to black people music. Christian music is, is especially contemporary Christian, is related to Christian music. Oh, and then we that's have, how they make that distinction. And it's kind of like R&B and pop. Kind of. Yeah. And then you mix them to have mashups, right? So you have these mashups. Or you'll take a gospel track and, and somebody will take it and and do it in the christian world and the, a lot of gospel artists will take christian, um, christian music and, and gospelize it, it and it will be it's a, some of the biggest songs season it it's, it's season. Like, yeah they put a little soul on it put a little salt in there it. season um, that up put it on the grill this is good now if you just add a if little add this, this. <laughs> a little baseline this. here yeah, the problem is they don't clean the chicken before they. <laughs> I didn't clean so, this. so the so the whole thing comes in is, um, Kirk Franklin went to the Dove Awards and and protested first first time he did it, he protested, and um, two white cops that killed a black cop and one black cop that uh, killed a white two white cops that killed a black kid. And two black cops that killed a white child, killed kid, and he called for prayer. When he called for prayer, um, everybody stood up. They prayed, mm -hmm. clapped. Everything was good. Mm -hmm. But when they aired the Dove Awards on TV, they edited out half of what he said. Oh. So he was upset. Talked to them about it. They said they're not going to do it again. Plus, the people were outraged. Like, why would you say this group and not mention this group? Right. When he did mention. Oh, they made it look like he didn't mention the other group. The other group. He does it again this time. This time he does it again. But this time he mentions the lady who got, that we mentioned, the young lady. In Texas. Who, who got killed mm -hmm. in front of her nephew. Mm -hmm, in Texas. And said, we need to pray for him. 
for her and, and pray for him and for the and for the little boy and for the cop's family because he still has a family even though he did the bad thing he still has children and stuff that have to deal with the stuff that happens repercussions right so and they're just children right they don't know anything mm. so he he called for prayer again they did it double words of course edited out so now he banned the double war. He's not no longer going to attend or be a part oh, of it. Oh, he's done. Yeah, he's done. He made a public statement in front of everybody. Wow. And on all social media. It's outlets. a big deal for Kirk Franklin to, to it's be huge. Yeah. It's huge. Wow. So that's it. So in my ears, um, we we're talking about the the yay. I've been looking for, I'm still looking for top MCs in Edmonton. I want to know who the top hip-hop people are. I know a couple of y'all out there who are, like, state, based in the States or whatever. We're like, LOL. But, like, let me tell yo, you relax. Let, let me explain what, what she's talking about here. We want to know your top rap artists that here in this in city. In the city. Who are, willing, who are willing to go up and battle. Yeah. To say that you are the top. We want to have a challenge. We want to have, have a challenge. A, I want to have a cipher here at the shop. We're going to have a cipher. We want you but to come But I don't want to whack cipher at the shop. So I have to figure out who the top MCs are and go approach them. And probably, likely, I'm not in any camp. But what I've seen is that in this city, that different camps have different shows. Truth. So we're going to go to all the camps. If I don't know where your camp is, I can't go there. So if you have somebody managing your album or you recorded their studio and they've never inboxed me or tagged me with your name, mm. get at them. But let us know on Multiverse. Let us know um, on my particular page. Details for that will be coming up. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I want to know who your top MCs are. Yeah, let's find out who the top MCs are. In so. Edmonton. That's what we're looking for. We're getting ready right now to, to prepare for Revive. Revive. So yeah. the Bliss Band will be there. That's on November 17th. It's a free Revive event. Music, free Everybody event. come out. Videotape by our guy Sam Day. The Sam Cam will be in the building. Sam Cam. So let us make sure that we look as fly as freaking possible. Remember, it is Thrift Shop Chic, mm -hmm. both the fashion show and the dress code. Mm -hmm. So, you know, do that. Um, bring out that outfit that you always wanted to see you've been scrolling down and thought maybe you want to try something but haven't got a chance to try it yet I'm going to tell you the styles are going to be crazy like the hairstyles but also bliss band energy level is on point 12 out of 10 it is amazing so come have a good show every time I think maybe nobody's going to come because I just do that all the time in my mind Somebody like today, Miss um, June was like, I'm looking forward and I'm going and my sister's coming and I, I think my nieces are going to come too. So it is a kid friendly event and we want to see you guys out there. Yeah. It's going to be right here at the shop. Yeah. But a lot of people complain about Edmonton not having things. We have a lot of things. There's a lot of things. Especially at the shop. So you have to get out there and enjoy. And I learned that you have to literally put yourself out there and go to the things and humble yourself and understand nobody's going to come to you. Nobody's going to come to you because you're not that special. You're not that talented. Nobody's going to come to you and ask for your time. You have to go and say, okay, where do you need me? And put, get in there. And that's the word for the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Good night. <laughs> That's it. That's, that's all it. I have to say. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's really. <laughs> <laughs>
That's all I have to say. I can't really say anything else. Yeah, that is my word for the day. That's it. That's what we got. All right. Are you you're comfortable ending it right there? yeah yeah we rolled right into the we word. rolled right into it <laughs> all right guys we um hopefully we'll see you on november 17th at the revive party mm-hmm. uh and for saturdays uh multiverse cinema saturdays mm-hmm. well let's figure out what we're gonna watch in december put it on the multiverse tag us share us let's see what we we want to get together and watch and um that's it for us over here we already had the word put yourself out there mm-hmm and we will see you next week. We'll be right back at it in the seven o- inside of the seven o'clock hour. Thank you for joining us on the, the Black, Black Multiverse, Multiverse Theory, Theory Podcast. Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night.